Coming up, Jake DeBrusque puts up numbers for the Bruins and the Canadians beat the Penguins in overtime. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome and you're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL, local experts on all of the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NHL on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts. We've got our Locked On NHL hosts here. They're ready to recap the action for you from last night. The Bruins stayed unbeaten through three games so far this season with three third period goals and three points from Jake DeBrusque. Our Locked On Bruins host recaps Boston's win over Florida and the Panthers. Jake DeBrusque was a bit of a surprise addition to the lineup for the Boston Bruins on Monday night, but boy, did he deliver. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, and the black and gold extended their season opening winning streak to three games, thanks in part to Jake DeBrusque's three-point effort. He scored two goals, added an assist with five shots on goal to lead the Bruins to a win over the Florida Panthers here on Monday night. DeBrusque was injured in the first game of the season, missed game number two, and was back as a contributing member on the top line as he's been since being added to there partway through last season. The Bruins, again, 3-0-0 to begin the season. Fantastic result, despite not having the likes of Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy, and Matt Grizzlick in the lineup. Linus Allmark continued his strong play with 38 saves on 41 shots. The Bruins will be back in action on Tuesday when they take on the Ottawa Senators, and they'll be looking to go a perfect 4-0 to begin the season. Keep up on all things Boston Bruins on the Locked On Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. The Panthers lost for the first time this year, falling to the Bees, and Locked On Panthers says sloppy play throughout the game led to their defeat. The Florida Panthers on Monday night, it was a disaster right from the start. What is up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, and the Florida Panthers drop their third game of their three-game road trip to start the season in Boston by a final score of 5-3. to three. And this all started based on once warm-ups hit, Brandon Montour was not on the ice, and with only having 20 rostered players, one injury and you're down a skater without having to replace with somebody. So the Panthers down to 19 skaters. Five defensemen logging up more minutes, having double shifts with the defensemen. The Panthers were doomed from the start, and it happened just as the Cats let a one nothing lead 21 seconds into the game by Jake DeBrusque. And then the rest of the night, the Panthers got it close, and they also lost Aaron Ekblad in this game. Loses the, the puck in his offensive zone, and Jake DeBrusque takes it all the way, getting it to Patrice Bergeron to take the lead. And then the Panthers were just a little discombobulated uh, from that point on as Aaron Eckblad also went down the tunnel and did not return uh, to the game. So Panthers were down to four defensemen the rest of the way. But now there's a lot of questions for the Panthers and where they go from here as far as their roster. Once again, only having 20 players due to the cap. So we're going to discuss all the scenarios of 
whether Aaron Ekblad does in fact go L- on LTIR or if he stays on the roster on IR, what what do the what should the Panthers do after that? We're going to discuss that on Tuesday's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Make sure to subscribe anywhere you listen to podcast and on YouTube. The Red Wings took their first loss of the season to the Kings in overtime yesterday. Locked on Red Wings tells you what it was that came up just short this time for Detroit. Red Wings fall 5-4 to four at home in overtime. Their first loss of the season to the Los Angeles Kings. There are a lot of pros and cons in this game, but they battled back. And in their first real test of the season, showed out, showed good heart, forced overtime on the back of a great Dylan Larkin play. Scotty, what did we see in this game? Well, like you said, we saw a lot of pros and cons. And Like Perron is obviously one of the big pros in this game. Had two goals. Looked phenomenal. Um, you know, defensively, I think that's where a lot of the shortcomings were. There was a lot of questionable defense. We'll break down exactly what went wrong defensively, like specifically on the show today or tomorrow as you're listening to it. But uh, really, like you said, just a, a grab bag of pros, a grab bag of cons. And the biggest thing is this isn't a game that we should have gotten a point out of. And we stole a point because of a great play by Larkin at the end and then coming up with a goal right before the end of regulation. So we'll take it. Absolutely. So Scotty and I are going to break down the whole episode for you guys. It's going to be Tuesday's episode. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked on Red Wings. The Pittsburgh Penguins suffered their first loss as well, but not before putting up a fight and forcing overtime against the Canadians. Locked on Penguins recaps the first loss of 2022 for Pittsburgh. We're bound to lose at least one game at some point, right? Hey everyone, I'm Hunter Hodes here with the Locked On Penguins podcast. Back with another Locked On Now video to go over the Penguins' 3-2 loss to the Montreal Canadiens tonight. Just not a good enough performance. Going up 2-0 into the third period, you're playing a bad team. I know you're on the road, but you can't allow two goals in the third period. One of them coming with just a little over two minutes remaining. And then Jeff Petrie takes a penalty in overtime. Kirby Doc scores to get for the game winner. Just not a good enough performance, especially coming off a very emotional win on Saturday against Tampa Bay Lightning. This is a game that the Penguins should have won. They basically had it won with 20 minutes to go. If all they all they had to do was play much better defense, but they weren't able to do that, and Montreal was able to skate away with the win. That said, Penguins have gotten five out of six points to start the season. I think most Penguins fans would be okay with that. But for more on the Pittsburgh Penguins, you can check out the Locked on Penguins podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up, the Capitals beat the Canucks at home and the Avs keep the Wild winless. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Built Bar. They are the best tasting protein bars in the market. They are made with 100% real chocolate, high in protein, but low in sugar, low in fat, and they taste great, especially that cookie dough chunk puff. It's made with the protein infused marshmallow, but it has little bits of cookie dough in there as well, and they are delicious. Head over to Built.com. You can use our promo code Locked on 15. It gets you 15% off of your order. Just put in that promo code locked on 15 for 15% off of your order at built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Washington Capitals beat the Vancouver Canucks with four goals in the third period. Locked On Capitals tells you all the names on the score sheet from Big Night on offense for Washington. Washington Capitals defeat the Vancouver Canucks by a score of 6-4. to four. Hi, this is Dan Holy of Locked On Capitals. This was a game 
that had the Washington Capitals get the lead early, and then they lost it. It was a good game, though, however, for the Capitals, as it was a four-point night for Alex Ovechkin, who had two goals and two assists. It was a bit of a rocky uh, evening for Darcy Kemper, as he made 26 saves on 30 shots. The game altogether, though, was great. It saw goals by Connor Sheary at Lars Eller, two by Alex Ovechkin, and one by Dylan Strom, his first of the year. It was not all good news for the Capitals, though, as we lost Connor Brown in the latter part of the game. He left with a lower body injury. Uh, the Caps hope to get him back for the next game. Keep it locked on to Locked On Capitals, and I will keep you updated on all the news on your Washington Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your team every day. The Minnesota Wild lost at home to the defending champs by three, but our Locked On Wild host says things could have ended up closer if Minnesota had gotten just a little bit better of a night from their netminder. Locked On Avalanche is here to give the winning side of things as well. Hey, everybody. Seth Topol, host of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, recapping a 6-3 to three loss for the Minnesota Wild to the Colorado Avalanche. Effort was better. Goaltending was worse. And I thought Philip Gustafson did some good things in this one, but if you can't make even the most basic level of saves, you can play as good a defense as you want, but two of the goals at minimum that Gustafson gave up tonight were just at the bare minimum type of saves that a goalie should make, and it overshadowed yet another strong night for the power play. Two more goals for Kirill Kaprizov. This team now is 0-3. They've given up 20 goals in three games. It does not get any easier going forward with Vancouver coming to town on Thursday and then a five-game road trip after that. I don't know what you do, but we'll attempt to figure it out. And by listening to Lockdown Wild, wherever you listen to your podcasts, you can listen in as we try to do just that. All right, the Colorado Avalanche keep the Minnesota Wild winless on the season. They didn't get seven goals like the previous two teams that played the Wild did, but they did get six. A 6-3 to three win for the Avalanche. They get back in the win column after the loss to Calgary. This was like an early season game. There were some good things. There were some not-so-good things, some sloppy things. But in the end, the Avs really this was a grind-out type of victory for them. Sealed up with... Really good goalie play by Alexander Georgiev. Yeah, Georgiev really stood on his head in this game and kind of impressed a lot of doubters, me included, when it comes to the goalie position. He looked really good against a division rival and a longtime rival of the Colorado Avalanche. This is what the Avalanche needed, especially after their performance in Calgary. You really like to see Nathan McKinnon get back on the board and Val Nachushkin continuing his incredible scoring streak right now and Miko Rantanen. So the Avalanche looked really good against a floundering opponent. Yeah, Avs are getting settled in right now. Not really what you're going to see from these two teams when they meet up again later in the season when you just get into the flow of a, of a regular season. But for now, uh, you have to take some of these wins like this. And uh, the Avs will definitely take it because they get two points, especially against a division opponent. And like I said, they get back into the win column. That's really all that matters right now. Day off for the Avs on Tuesday, then back at it at home in Denver against the Winnipeg Jets on Wednesday.
The Jets won their first game of the season last week, but came back down to earth with a loss to Dallas on Monday. Locked on Stars and Jets tell you how it played out in Dallas. The Dallas Stars remain undefeated to start the 22-23 season with a 4-1 win over their division rivals, the Winnipeg Jets. Hey everybody, Dane Lewis here with the Locked on Stars podcast, coming to you shortly after the Dallas Stars' third straight win to start the season. I just got back from the arena, the American Airlines Center, where the vibes are immaculate. The Dallas Stars off to the best start that they possibly could have gotten off to this season. Three straight wins, all of them against division opponents, and Monday night's game was yet another all-around team effort. And this game was a little bit different than the first two the Stars played this season against the Predators. The Stars got punched in the mouth a little bit tonight. They actually trailed for the first time this season. Mark Shifley gets the scoring started in the game for the Jets. Uh, and it looked like for a moment that the Jets were kind of in control of this game. But then Ty Delandria and Tyler Sagan connect on a beautiful play to tie the game leading us into the first intermission. And then even in the start of the second period, the game felt close and it really felt like anyone's game and it was hard fought. It was physical, but then things really opened up after a Yanni Hockenpah goal from the top of the zone and a Yoel Kiviranta goal after a really impressive shift from the Stars offense. And from that moment on, the Stars never really looked back and they looked like the team that we saw in their previous two outings against Nashville. This offense is firing on all cylinders. The defense looks really good on the five on five and on the penalty kill as well. And of course, you have to give props to Jake Ottinger, who is still playing out of his mind at the start of this season. He saves 24 of 25 shots last night. And this is, again, the best start the Stars could have possibly imagined for the start of this season. And now things start to get a little more difficult. The next several games for the Stars will be on the East Coast on the road, and they'll play some tough teams. How will they manage the excitement of a 3-0 start, but also get prepared for some tough tests on the road? We'll talk about that and more on Tuesday's episode of Locked on Stars, and I can't wait to see you there. Folks, after a solid uh, opening uh, season game last week, the Winnipeg Jets came into game two against the Dallas Stars, hoping for yet another victory. Unfortunately for the Jets, they got a bit of a reality check against a team that was faster, more aggressive, and seemingly had a more coherent tactical plan, while Winnipeg fell to the wayside and ended up losing 4-1. to I'm Harrison Lee from Lockdown Winnipeg Jets, and if you're wondering what exactly caused the Jets to fall short in what should have been... Well, at least a competitive game, the Jets' defense had poor puck management, Winnipeg's attack definitely fell flat, and the the power play that the Jets were definitely hoping to lean on this year ended up going 0 for 6 despite numerous opportunities. So, a really messy night, and we're going to dive more into it on uh, our our next episode of Locked on Winnipeg Jets, so be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, and as always, thanks for listening. We are Locked On Winnipeg Jets of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Carolina Hurricanes still have not lost this season, and that didn't change in Seattle against the Kraken. Locked On Hurricanes tells you how Carolina stayed hot on the road. Hey there, hockey fans. Jared Ellis here, host of Locked On Hurricanes. And tonight was another edition of Hurricanes After Dark as the Hurricanes were taking on the Seattle Kraken in Seattle. And the Carolina Hurricanes got their first win ever in Climate Pledge Arena with a dominant 5-1 
victory over the Kraken. This saw a monster uh, second period from the team where they scored three goals, two of which from Mr. Andre Sveshnikov, who had a great game tonight, along with Sebastian Ajo, Frederick Anderson, Marty Natchez, all of the Hurricanes you know and love. The top guys showed up tonight, and the Hurricanes are now 3-0 and to start the season. Next up is Edmonton on Thursday, so make sure you are tuning in to Locked on Hurricanes on all streaming platforms and on YouTube. The Kraken lost their third game of four to start the season by falling to the Carolina Hurricanes. Seattle wants to at least get a little bit better in their second year as a franchise. And Locked on Kraken tells you what Seattle needs to work on to make that happen. Hey, Seattle hockey fans, Erica Elayale here. After another tough loss for the Seattle Kraken, they dropped this one at home. 5-1 to one to the Carolina Hurricanes. Andre Burakovsky gets the lone goal assisted by McCann and Eberle, which also means that Veneers' streak is snapped. He was at 13 points in 13 NHL appearances, had a point in every game so far this season, but although he did not reach the box score, still impressive on what he was doing defensively. Face-offs were better. Uh, we are at about 48% from uh, the face-off circle, but Carolina a little bit better at 54%. Philip Grubauer stopped 29 of the 34 that he faced. Still need to see better defense, but... If you've been listening to Locked on Kraken, you are not surprised by that stat. We'll talk more about this one and get you ready for our first nationally televised game on Wednesday against the St. Louis Blues. That's all for today on Locked on Game to Game NHL. Thank you for making Locked on your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on NHL and your team's Locked on podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Kanani Stevens. This has been Locked on Game to Game.